0: Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. I am your host, Brie Carroll, and I am just so excited to be chatting with you today. So if you are new to Hearts and Stripes, Welcome. Welcome to the family. I am excited that you are here. I am grateful that you are taking the time to work on your marriage because if you are here, you need to know Hearts and Stripes is all about strengthening military marriages. We do this through our conversations, through our interviews, practical tips, resource sharing, all the goodness will be right here on Hearts and Stripes And I do need to say that we have three main ways that we strengthen our military marriage. And it really starts with you. It starts with introspection. It starts with ourselves. So you'll hear... A lot of guests and myself sharing on identity, on ourselves, on how we can grow personally because we have to show up for ourselves first before we show up for our marriages. Of course, the second focus is going to be marriage. We keep it real here. We share some real stories and by all means, go back and listen to past episodes. We touch on real things like infidelity, communication, so many different areas that impact our marriages because our goal is for your marriage to thrive and the third thing that we touch on is in regards to building a legacy we're talking about that future we're talking about that end goal what do you get excited about in your marriage as a couple what are you working towards so we talk about legacy and that touches on a lot of different areas but Stay tuned, make sure you are subscribed so that you can stay in the know when our episodes hit every Monday so that you can hear all different topics and discussions on those three areas. So I have to say this episode is special. It's extremely special personally to me, and then also, um, hopefully for you, because I want you to be a part of this celebration. And I am thrilled to share with you guys that we, my husband and I are celebrating our seventh wedding anniversary. So seven years of being happily married, seven consistent years of being happily married. And this episode I'm not gonna take too much of your time I really just wanted to um, take this time and really just celebrate with my community like I love y'all um, I the joy that I've had in my marriage um, sparked something to make me want to do hearts and stripes I know in previous episodes I've talked about um, the the negative things the negative impacts and stats um, in regards to military marriages but I I do have to take the time to talk about the good things that that spark and keep me going with doing this um, podcast. I love seeing healthy relationships. I love celebrating um, unions and couples that love to do things together. You can still see that spark and that spice in their relationship. I love seeing that, and I had to take the time to just celebrate the spark and the spice that is still in my own marriage, y'all. Come on, right? So I am taking this time in this episode to talk about the seven lessons for seven years of marriage, and my husband actually helped me come up with this list He is not gonna be a special guest yet. We gonna gonna keep working on that. But uh, he helped me come up with this list of seven lessons from our seven years. And then I'm gonna have to brag on honey at the end. So strap in for any of you who may be uh, more seasoned and you have a couple of more years under your belt, see if any of these lessons apply to you. If you are um, starting out in your military marriage maybe these are some things that you can definitely tools to put in your toolbox and you can apply to your own marriage so i'm gonna go through these give you some practical advice and um Hopefully it'll bless you because it has truly blessed us for these seven years. So I will jump into number one. Number one is a word that I love to use on Hearts and Stripes podcast. It is the C word and it is communication. And I love this because this was a, it's number one for a reason also. Um, Communication has really been the common thread that has made our marriage awesome. Hands down, full stop. Point blank period. Communication. I can't stress that enough. And I think um, I should I should maybe add on there effective communication because you can talk to someone and it not be effective, right? You can just be saying words and not really be explaining your heart or your thought process or how you feel um, or, or getting vulnerable. So effective communication is so key. And the note that I have when it comes to communication that me and my spouse talked about was even when you don't feel like it, there are times in your relationships where you are discussing something difficult, something that you maybe don't want to. You just are avoiding it for one reason or another. Communication is key, even, even more so when you don't feel like it. That is when it is crucial. I know we've had some some tough times in our relationship, not tough times, but we've had some difficult times where I had to um, say something to my husband or confess, if I, if I have to say it that, way, confess to my husband about how I was not handling my finances properly. And I needed help. I did not want to ask for help. I did not want to admit to adding more money on a credit card that I said I was going to stop swiping. I did not want to have those conversations, but I had to have those conversations because if communication is going to be the common thread, the foundation of our relationship. Then I had to do it when I did not feel like it, it did not feel good. But let me tell you on the other side of just speaking those words of sharing my heart and asking for help. I was met with such grace and I'm so grateful for that. Um, And I, saw a side of my husband that i wouldn't have because i was not giving him the opportunity to to step in and be a support to me and i feel like when we don't communicate things we rob our partners of the opportunity to help us to um step into and and really own their role as our partners right because this marriage thing is a partnership so number one communication even when you don't feel like it number two buy an extra fry now listen I'm gonna just say right now my husband put this one on the list because if anybody uh, else out there can relate to me typically the person's your spouse's fries Right, your spouse's fries typically taste better than yours. But (laughs) the reason why I like keeping this one on here, buy an extra fry is because the note that goes with it to expound on that humorous example is it's okay to have your own. And the reason why this is so big is because my husband always would say, like, I can just buy you another another fry. Like, you don't have to take my own. And the reason and at first I didn't like that because I'm a daddy's girl and I used to share um, fries and, and things with my dad. And I felt like, oh, well, when we share, that's how we show love. And I'm not saying that, you know, share, not sharing your fries or sharing your fries is not a good way to show love. It is, guys, share your fries. But the point of saying it this way in this lesson um, learned is really It was an acknowledgement that it is okay to have my own. He can have his fries. I can have my fries. Let's say it another way. He can have his career. I can have my career. He can have his hobbies. I can have my hobbies. You get where I'm going with this? It's okay to have your own box of fries. It's okay to have your own things, your own time to yourself. And even though this conversation or this lesson learned really started talking about um, that box of fries, I realized that um, as opposed to me thinking that my husband was being selfish because he didn't want to share his fries, he was actually being a blessing to me in teaching me this lesson um, just because I, I really had to wrap my mind around the fact that it is really okay to have my own. And coming from someone who was very independent to um, being very excited about a marriage is oftentimes you can you can lose yourself even in your marriage right there there are some people who get really consumed with um, their husband or their wife's, their spouses rank their their world in military life and they don't have their own They don't find their own way, their own path. I'm saying this lesson learned has been huge for me because I have embraced my own identity and I so encourage each of you to do the same. I actually have a program called Identity that can help you and guide you through finding your identity, connecting with your people and gaining the confidence that you need to go to the next level. So that is lesson two, um, buy an extra fry. Lesson three, don't reinvent the wheel. Now, this one is um we actually came upon this one when we were talking through our debt free journey, and we are on the other side of that. So that is something that we celebrated here um not too long ago, but the celebration continues, right? Once you debt free, you you continue to be debt free, you know, prayerfully. Everybody continue to be debt free. <laughs> and um it is the way we got there, I should say the way we got there is by following uh, Dave Ramsey's baby steps um, through financial peace. And this um, was an eye opener for us because any of you who know Dave Ramsey or financial peace, you know, it's been around for a very, very long time. Actually, when we reflected on this lesson learned, I reminded my husband that when we actually connected around the time that we met, I was actually the facilitator for financial peace at the church that we were attending. And for whatever reason, when we met and married and started to go on with life, I felt like he was the more financially responsible one. So I deferred to my husband to take the lead on those things. Well, we were kind of reinventing the wheel. For several years, we were like, well, let's try this and we can do this. And maybe, you know, good, there's good debt, maybe there's bad debt, and maybe there's this, that, and the third. Listen, it is so freeing to know that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And even by following something like financial peace, proven system with steps. Um, it really allowed us to to see that breakthrough a lot quicker. And I think back because I said we are celebrating seven years. So seven years ago, I was a facilitator for a program that only recently did we truly, no kidding, follow and got it done. I'm not saying that to um, downplay us. But I mean, everybody has their own journey. And I think it is a a lesson learned that I hope you take hold of and realize that you don't have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to your relationship. Seek wise counsel. That's another uh, way to kind of put it for this lesson learned. There are people who have been there, done that, got the t-shirt and you should ask them about it. Um, You should listen to the, the wise counsel so that you're not reinventing the wheel on different things in your relationship or processes that you may need to follow and implement so that your marriage relationship can thrive. So I hope that number three, don't reinvent the wheel is something that you can think through and apply today. Number four, patience. Woo! Patience. Patience is a big one. Patience has been really good um, for us. And the note that I have with patience is um, my husband being funny talking about I don't pick up the phone. (laughs) So he always teases me about not picking up the phone. He thinks I have my phone glued to my hand. And guys, I really don't. It's really not that bad. But he definitely gives me patience when it comes to maybe missing his phone calls. I know that's a big thing. I I definitely am better that when he's deployed or TDY. any of you who can relate I try to be better about it then Um, but he has had to have patience with me in that area I mentioned earlier when it came to communication number one he was patient with me when it came to finances I too have to offer patience um, with him because his schedule is not consistent and um, that is very frustrating for the planner in me who wants to have some set things established also, I have to have patience with my husband because I'm very much of a doer. I like to get things done, and typically when um, someone asks something of me or let's say I get an email, I like to fire off a response pretty immediately. My husband is not the same way. He has to kind of like get into the mood to do certain things Um and I have to give him patience because just that's just how he's wired. That's just how he's built. Um, and I love him for it. And patience has really um, we've had to exercise patience Let's say it that way. We've had to exercise patience throughout our relationship, knowing that neither one of us is at the the epitome of perfection. We are striving each day. Um, to improve and grow um, and become our best selves. And I think for patients, a good thing to also acknowledge here is in your relationship, I love that scripture that talks about iron sharpening iron. We are not perfect. You listening, you are not perfect. Your spouse is not perfect. But in our relationships, we get this great opportunity to bring out the best in one another. And the way that we bring out the best in one another sometimes is by bringing out the worst too, so that it can be uh, exposed and we can address those things and deal with those things. And that requires patience. Iron sharpening iron It's not a quick process. It requires patience. So I hope that that lesson um, of patience, lesson four, is something that you can apply to your relationship. So let's go to number five. Lesson number five, consider the heart behind the action or the statement. So this is something that we both had to work on, consider the heart behind the action or the statement. The reason why this is a critical lesson for us is because... um, For my husband, for example, there are things that he would say, and not frequently, but every once in a while, I'd maybe be having a bad day. He would say something, and it would just rub me the wrong way. And I would just be like, what? I can't, why would he say that to me? And just build up this whole story in my mind. Typically, like I said, because I was already having a bad day and I thought like he doesn't care. He's not being considerate of my feelings and oh, that hurt me and all these things. And then I got in this practice of taking these statements or actions and running them through a filter and the filter that I like to run it through is just saying, is that the way I'm receiving it, the way I'm taking it right now, is that what I really think is in his heart? Is that what I truly believe is in his heart? And oftentimes, 100% of the times, I'm not even going to say oftentimes, 100% of the times, it's not. It's not what he meant at all. It's not his intent. That wasn't the heart behind what he was saying. And running it through that filter made me realize that um, the things that we say sometimes, it doesn't always come out the right way. And we have to really think about the heart behind that, that. Those words or those actions. Um another example is typically, I'm the one that cleans up. Well, my husband likes to leave some things around sometimes. I'll be honest, I, I do too. I leave things around, but I'm the one that's cleaning up. <laughs> so when he leaves things around, I take it personally. sometimes. sometimes I take it personally. And at times, I can make it mean that he doesn't appreciate that I'm cleaning up. But the heart behind it is he had a long day and it wasn't that important to him. He hadn't prioritized putting it back in a certain location. He prioritized getting rest. The heart behind that is not to be cruel or to be inconsiderate. The heart behind it is um, that he was just tired, right? And I think that goes back to if we're in situations like that, going back to number one, communicating if um, you are receiving something in a way that you maybe are questioning, like, what is the heart behind that? Like, I'm not sure. Talk that out with your spouse. I think that's a great way to um, develop that filter, because if you've never talked about these things, then it's more difficult for you to create a filter to, to understand or to think through what the heart behind that action or that statement may be so number six pray much y'all let me tell you prayer changes things I am so grateful to have a spouse to walk through this thing called life that prays and if I can just take a second um prayer has just been so huge for us because we've walked through some tough things some health challenges some loss and it's just been tough at times and to find the peace in prayer to hear my husband's heart as he prays has revealed some things to me that I would never know if we did not have prayer in, within our relationship we have prayed uh, for our father my husband's dad who who um, just was had some uh, cancer scare come up if I can be real transparent on this episode we', we going we're gonna peel back some layers here we prayed for my father-in-law And to hear that he got a report, a negative report that said, that said they didn't see cancer anymore. Guys, that's huge. That's huge. To pray in moments of uncertainty that 2020 has brought or just with this military life. Y'all, prayer changes things. So prayer, pray much, (laughs) pray much. And I think what I enjoy now um, is just listening to the prayers of our children. We have modeled something that our children are now seeing, and that's that legacy piece that I'm so excited about. Legacy is not just the money and material things that we will leave to the next generation. That practice of prayer is something that I'm excited to see our legacy That's something I'm excited to see our children doing now that I know will carry them through, right? The scripture says, train up a child in the way that they should go. Listen, I am excited that through our actions, through implementing that lesson of pray much, that we have given our children that foundation. And when they are mature, when they are older, they will not depart from it. And I am believing that for our family. I'm believing that for our legacy. So for those who maybe does not don't have a prayer life right now, maybe you are hearing this and, and I I excuse me as I got a little emotional about it. Um I would say just start with a simple prayer. Prayer is not, um doesn't have to be overly complicated, it is really a conversation. And for y'all out there, you know that I am a faith-based coach. And really, because I'm a relationship coach, the best way that I can explain prayer to you is it's a relationship. It is a relationship with your creator. And you are just speaking your heart because your creator already knows. God already knows. So you are just creating that space through prayer to build relationship and be honest simple prayers lord i need help help me give me guidance i have no clue what's going on lord fix it jesus take the will yeah i know a lot of y'all maybe know that one but um prayer Implement it. Try it. Try it for yourself. See if it brings some peace to you. See if it's a a way for you to just purge some things that maybe you are holding in your heart. Pray much. That is the lesson. If you want to know more about prayer or get some resources, I have some, some friends of mine that have some fantastic resources that are prayer journals or steps to how to pray, um, I would love to connect you with that. So pray much, that is lesson six. So lesson seven, rounding it all off with seven lessons for seven years is don't take it too seriously. Don't take your marriage too seriously. And the reason why this is the last lesson is because all of these things really fall into this, this one, uh, this one lesson here. And, It's one that I hope out of all of these that you can take away. Because I think oftentimes when we take our marriage too seriously, it becomes very transactional and like a business relationship. And that's not the goal here. The goal is not mediocre. The goal is not less than average. The goal here for our relationships on Hearts and Stripes podcast is for you to have strong military marriages and for your marriage to thrive. Keep it light, make it fun, crack jokes, Have movie nights, get silly, get vulnerable. That's how you connect and get that stronger relationship. Don't take your relationship too seriously is our way of saying to enjoy your partner. Enjoy the journey of marriage with your partner and don't feel like you have to operate in the thought process, the the look, how everyone else thinks it needs to look. That's not not what you're going for here. You got to do what's right for your relationship, which is why I love helping couples design a marriage based off of their core values. Your blueprints um, may look a little different from others. Now, we're not going to reinvent the wheel here. We are going to have some foundational principles that'll work in your relationship, but just because You see another couple and they check in with their in-laws every single day. That doesn't mean that that's what's going to work for your relationship. Don't take it too seriously. Have those conversations. Figure out what is important to you. Prioritize those things and keep it light. Communication. Don't make your communication too serious it's okay to laugh it's okay to share in um joys and and have silly moments and act like you were a teenager and stay on the phone all into the wee hours of the night not really talking about anything right that was lesson one communication don't take communication too seriously when it comes to always feeling like it has to be a business conversation now i do like i do like our financial meetings our business meetings (laughs) that we like to call them but it's that's not all the time that's not the only thing you talk about so keep it light buying that extra fry, right buying that extra fry having your own you don't take your marriage so seriously that you feel like that is the only role that you have to play or that's the only um badge of achievement, and you're trying to get the the best best spouse award, right? Don't take it too seriously. Be you. Show up authentically in your relationship. Don't take it too seriously. That can um apply to not inv- reinventing the wheel as well. You get so set, so attached to um a process that you start beating down your spouse or belittling your spouse because they're not following something to the letter. Hold on, chill out. I told y'all, it took us 7 years to get it to get it right, right. <laughs> when it comes with the the baby steps. Congratulations to those who got it right the first time, but we enjoyed the journey. I have no regrets. We enjoyed the journey and we kept it light. With re- with not reinventing the wheel patience offering grace that's how you that's how you apply lesson 7 to um to lesson 4 with patience you offer grace right considering the heart of your spouse how do we not take that too seriously grace again look grace will cover a whole a whole lot of these areas and pray much listen if you are not in a regular uh, prayer practice start small don't take that too seriously either there are couples that i've heard of that they spend more time praying and less time with their spouse that they don't even their spouse actually resents their relationship with their creator because they feel like they they give their time to the church like a a building, an organization, and they don't give their time to their relationship. Y'all, don't take it too seriously. Make the priority thing the priority thing. So those are the seven lessons for seven years. I hope that you took something from each of them. Communication, buy an extra fry. Don't reinvent the wheel patience consider the heart behind the action or statement pray much and don't take it too seriously those are our seven lessons for seven years and I just have to take this time to give a huge shout out to my honey that's what that's what y'all should know him as my honey Um, he is the one and only Donovan Carroll I love you so much. You are an amazing father, an amazing husband. You are an amazing leader. It is easy to submit to you because I know your heart. Um, You submit yourself to Christ and I thank you for that. I thank you for implementing prayer. I thank you for putting your family and us first I thank you for following your childhood dream of wanting to fly and achieving that and being an amazing example, not just to our kids, but other young people who look up to you as a role model. I thank you for being a man of integrity. I thank you for your honesty. I thank you for your thoughtfulness. I thank you for walking this journey of life and love, holding my hand, making me feel secure in our relationship. We don't have a perfect marriage, but we sure do come close. (laughs) You are my best friend. And I am just so excited to see where this journey continues to take you to take the two of us and I've said it before that I would I will follow you and be in a cardboard box with you and I still mean that I said that when we met I mean that even more today because there is so much wealth and value in our relationship and I don't take it for granted I do not take it for granted and I love you and I thank you so much for being my partner in crime and I also want to thank you because y'all let me tell you what kind of anniversary gift my honey actually gave me. This is um he really surprised me on this one and he knows the heart that I have for the podcast and I'm just really grateful because the gift that he gave me, okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. The gift that he gave me for our seventh wedding anniversary is equipment for the podcast, so that I can continue to spread this message of strengthening military marriages, and that was it was the best gift. It's the best gift. I would have never thought of that. If he asked me, I probably would have never said that, but I'm so grateful that he honors me in the way that he values what I'm doing so much that he gives me tools to help make it even better. So, shout out to honey, round of applause. Um, I love you happy seventh anniversary we are going to continue this amazing ride and I wouldn't want to be on this journey with anyone else so you got seven lessons for seven years and now we are going to jump into my favorite segment of hearts and Stripes podcast and that's our heart tracks you can find our heart tracks at the Playlist on Spotify as Heart Tracks 2. That's Heart Tracks 2 on Spotify. Listen to the full playlist and strengthen your military marriage. The heart track for this episode, of course, is our song from our first dance um, at our wedding, which is Beautiful by Music Soul Child. I love that song. And we actually got a chance to see music in concert, and it was so much fun. We were in New York. Um, we were visiting my people uh, on the East Coast. Y'all know I'm a Jersey girl, so we had a great time. We went to see the show. This was actually before we had our wedding. We were married um the year prior but we had the opportunity to see music and it was so it was so cool it was just a perfect moment um so yeah the heart track it's our wedding song y'all so jam out to that heart track and the many many more that you will find on heart track two on spotify so um, a bonus for those who are still hanging in here on that, on this episode, I will actually be asking you to join me in celebration for my seventh wedding anniversary in the form of a giveaway. Yes, we're doing a giveaway for um, the wedding anniversary. Cause for y'all that know me, I, you know, gift giving is my love language. I love to give gifts just as much as I love to um get surprised, right? Like, honey, surprised me. So for the giveaway, this is how you can enter to win. Simply leave a review. Leave a review on the podcast, wherever you listen to um, podcasts. Leave a review for Hearts and Stripes. Let me know what your thoughts of the show are. Um, what maybe your favorite episode is. Enter your, Reviews so that you can get your chance to win one of my favorite things. And spoiler alert, it is Rodan and Fields. So it'll help you get your self care together. um, And you can find out more details on my Instagram page. I'll be sharing the details of what the specific giveaway item is, but the way that you enter to win for this anniversary giveaway is you leave a review of this podcast so simple easy i want you to win so please 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 review um, the podcast like and share give people the other opportunities to win um one of my favorite things and i thank you in advance for celebrating with me for this uh wedding anniversary in such a huge way so that is all everyone be blessed continue to Work towards a marriage that thrives. This is Brie Carroll with another Heart to Heart. Y'all stay Mill Marriage Strong. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.